What you missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. What a week it's been in sports. We've had the, uh, I guess, Wimbledon. We've had the World Cup. Uh, There's even cricket going on in England at Lord's Cricket Ground. But now we're going to talk golf because the 2018 Open Championship, the British Open, will start this Thursday at Carnoustie Golf Links in Scotland. It's the eighth Open Championship played at the famous course of Carnoustie. And I'm joined by Benny Tio, the Managing Editor, General Manager, SBH Golf Club, who comes on weekend mornings often to talk about golf. Uh, How excited are you about this one, Benny? I'm just thankful that it's uh, next weekend and not this one because I'm really bunched up and I've only got a pair of eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like me, you, your sleep habits all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but when we look ahead to this uh, Carnoustie course, uh, it is a special course. It's a famous course. What can we expect there? Carnoustie is probably the toughest uh, course in the open uh, rotation of uh, 10 courses. Uh, so this Karnusti has a nickname and it's called Karnasti. <laughs> yes, that's right. right. I've heard yeah, that before. It's Karnasti. Yeah. Uh, it's broken many dreams, uh, particularly in the back nine of, mm. of the course. You know, the front nine sort of allows you in. Uh, the back nine is where the burn comes in. Uh, and that uh, that makes it really difficult uh, to... Uh, to play, especially when the wind conditions can get crazy. And we uh, all remember John van der Velde of France in 1999 at Carnoustie. Right. And he had, like, he was leaning, was it three or four shots? And he just collapsed on the back nine. And we remember his rolled up uh, pants and all That's that. Right. And it was, it, tell us about that because Paul Laurie, yeah. uh, the Scottish player, won that. And I think that was his one and only um, major title. Mm. He came from nowhere to win it. But that just shows how nasty Carnoustie or Carnoustie is. Yes, it's right. And uh, Laurie is a fantastic person. And uh, I I've had the pleasure of meeting him and yeah, we've seen him in Singapore, haven't we? Him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, wonderful, wonderful gentleman. But quite dry sense of humour, isn't it? Uh, oh, he does have one. <laughs> uh, he likes a drink too. <laughs> I bet. Uh, yeah, typical Scott. Yeah. Um, great that he won that one, but it should have been uh, Van der Velt's. Uh, he needed a double bogey to win. And he's made birdies. That's right. And he's made birdies uh, two days before. Mm. You know, no reason why he should not get it. Um, but he liked it to go with a drive off the tee box. I remember that. Right? Yes, yes. Uh, and and then he went uh, near the burn into the long uh, rough. Uh, somehow managed to find his ball, but instead of laying up, he liked it to go for the green. <laughs> Sounds like a movie, Tin Cup, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To go for the green. Yeah. Went into the the, the back of uh, of the green with the spectator stands and then bounced out uh, here and there, uh, and then. Didn't he sink a big putt to get a playoff? Is that what happened? No. no he, what uh, well, he did. Refresh me. He did sink the putt uh, to make the playoff, right? So instead of uh, winning at, uh, with a double bogey, mm. he made a seven, which is a triple bogey, oh, uh, to go into play with Paul Laurie. But because he had options... You know, it's really like watching a train coming towards you in slow motion. Yeah. You could have just stepped out of the way, think about it a bit, and, you know change his game plan, but he didn't. Mm. Uh, and when he did take a drop, uh, you know, he rolled up his uh, his, his pants, <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, went famous down shot, wasn't it? Yeah, but he decided to take a drop instead. Hit into the bunker, came out, uh, and then made the part for mm. a seven. So uh, mm. that, that practically ended his his hopes. But, you know, uh, Van der Velt wasn't the only one uh, had uh, difficulties on the 18th. You know, throughout history, there were, been, there, there were tons of uh, golfers, the worst, best players, Really, really humbled, uh, truly humbled, right there. Yeah, wasn't it in two thousand and seven that was Sergio Garcia? We thought would, uh, you know, would win, and I, mm. I think he had had problems on the eighteenth, and it was and 
Audrey Harrington ended up winning. That's right. Uh, I think Harrington was six shots back at the start of uh, at the start of the fourth round, and uh, it was Garcia's uh, open to lose. Mm. You know, um, as a matter of fact, uh, Patrick uh, in an interview after that said he felt he could win, uh, and he was pretty confident uh, that day, even though he was that far back. Uh, coming to the 18th, however, Harrington made the double bogey. That's right. He made yeah, a double yeah. bogey at, at, on the 18th uh, to sign up for a 64. So he had a really, really good day then. 64 and he had a double bogey in 18. Yeah, oh no, sorry, 67. 67, 67 still. 67, still, yeah. it probably yeah. would have been, if he'd done it better on 18, he could have got a 64. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Garcia came in and also screwed up the 18th. Mm. Uh, so so you went to a, a four-hole playoff, and uh, I remember this because I was there. Oh right, I was there, and I and I and I watched it. Um, so we went to the first hole. So the four-hole playoff is is interesting. So they played the first hole, the 16th, 17th, and 18th, and it's not match play; it's actually stroke play. Right, right, right. Um, but it's like a match play format, isn't it? In yeah, way. it is kind of like, yeah. but it's stroke play, so they, they actually count the number of strokes. But on the first, on that first hole, uh, Harrington birdied uh, the par four first, which was a relatively easy, uh, by their standards at least. I played Kanusti before as well, but oh. nothing's easier. <laughs> oh, uh, I can only imagine <laughs> playing Kanusti. <laughs> oh, not not on the same yeah. key box as. Yeah, yeah, as, uh, not not quite as far back. No, 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 still. Um, and Garcia. Uh, Garcia bogeyed the first hole, so he had three. Sh- he had a three-shot deficit going to oh, 16, dear. 17, yeah. 18, which are really, mm. really tough holes. Mm. On the sixteenth hole, it's a long par three. You're looking at two hundred and forty-five yards mm. uh, with a pin uh, with those winds and, and with winds, mm. and you know, um, making making it there is already a big deal. And then and then seventeenth and eighteenth, so. You know, Garcia had no chance uh, mm. after that first hole playoff, and really, Paddington uh, just wrote. wrote you, you know, I did a. In, I used to do a golf show on the Golf Channel uh, with Podrick. I, we did a sit-down interview a few years mm. ago. He's at Horizon Hills in, in Johor, and he's a great guy. And mm. he told he talked about this uh, this win and how he. I think he won three majors in roughly just over twelve months. And what a great guy, you know. But this is someone who survived Carnoustie, and this is what the, we're going to be looking at this week. That's right. And when we look at um, the players that are going to contend, are we going to see an American champion again? Ah, oh, that's a. You know what? Yes, Jordan Spieth did win last year. Uh, Phil Bickerson did a, a couple of years back then, and it's their bunch in between with Stan, with Stenson, and uh, mm. uh, you know McIlroy. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a hard call. Um, even Darren Clark won even uh, not Darren so long Clark ago, and Ernie Els, yeah. right? Uh, so the Open really is the most open. Uh, of all the majors, even uh, the U.S. Open's pretty open too, isn't it? Given the you know the courses they play on, but I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, just just the the way that it's set up, uh, I really don't know why, but the winners have always been uh, more surprising uh, than anything. And in, and looking at this year's form book, a lot of players on the PJ Tour, um, they're not really no one single name is really stepping up. As I've said before, mm. the US, uh, the US Open, right? Uh, you've got Bubba Watson and Dustin Johnson winning twice before yep. this year. Yep. Uh, but everyone else has just had nick a victory here, a yep. victory there, uh, and uh, it can be someone from out of the blue, you know. Mm. Um, one one great thing I saw this year was that uh, Justin Rose, uh, Paul Casey, and Ian Poulter has has won on the PGA yeah, Tour. Yeah, English golfers. Exactly, and uh, and these three uh, typically kind of belong to a generation before. Yeah, you know, not not not, not one the, of the not the twenty somethings. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially Poots, right? Uh, yeah. I I remember Ian Poulter especially being um, um, very vocal about his ability to be 
the confident man. In the world. <laughs> Colourfully dressed, <laughs> confident man. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, he's he's gone through his paces. Paul, Paul Casey has been through uh, injury and back. Uh, uh, Justin Rose obviously has has won uh, majors before, so yes, he could. Uh, I really like to see one of them, mm. an, an Englishman, uh, uh, make it at the Open in Carnoustie next week. I really would like to. What about an Ulsterman like Rory McIlroy? <sighs> he's won once this year. Yeah. And, and he did say that his form was, uh, he's getting to a place where he's really comfortable with himself. And you know what? Why not? Why not? He's won, he's won, at, uh, uh, he's won in the links before. Uh, but he's also one of those guys who, and maybe because it was youth, uh, but he's come out and said he doesn't like playing the links. Mm. Uh, which is strange for an Ulster man, yeah, you know, that, someone that, who grew that, up he, in an environment. He's grown up on that, you know, exactly. Hollywood, uh, Northern Ireland, isn't that where he's from? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, but we'll see. Rory McIlroy, yeah, sure. Mm. What about other contenders? Anyone else that uh, has a chance going in? I mean, there are probably like 50 golfers that have a chance, but who has a good chance? My, my best bet uh, would be the, well, it would be the bookmaker's bet anyway. It would be Dustin Johnson. And um, and he's come close a couple of times and he's really he really has the game. Well, he's world uh, number one, isn't he? And yeah, exactly. Mm. So he's, he's, he really is the bookmaker's favourite uh, amongst a, a whole train of, um, of golfers. He's got a long game to tackle Carnoustie's um, uh, uh, tight and long par fours. Uh, and there are uh, places, par fours, par fives, where, you, where length and accuracy helps a whole lot. Mm. I know that's not saying much because length and accuracy <laughs> helps anyway. But, <laughs> of course. Carnoustie yeah. uh, in particular, uh, narrow fairways with uh, uh, on Hogan's Alley, for example, on the sixth hole, mm. uh, uh, you know, um, on uh, uh, on the seventeenth, that you need to carry the burns and um, just having a long, accurate game is really, really important to do well in Carnoustie at holes where par is a premium or even mm. even uh, bogey is normal. Uh, Dustin Johnson can come and and tackle it and play it with confidence, making birdies. And hitting, so, him, yeah, hitting those wins. Uh, he hit the ball lower, they say, rather than mm, hitting it high in the wins. Yes. That's something that these Americans seem to do quite well, especially ones like him. Mm, mm. What about Tiger? What's the latest with him? You know, It seems that he can't string four good rounds together. No, nah, nah, and he still can't. Uh, his showing at the Quicken Loans was uh, pretty good. Um, but again... It was already past the fact he was never going to catch up uh, on the final day. He plays a good round. Uh, I expect him to make the cut, definitely. Maybe post a top 10 uh, mm. at Carnoustie. Um, uh, which part of his game is the weakest part at the moment? Is it his short game, putting, anything particular, or is it just different parts falling apart? Well, his, drive, his drives are still... Um, massive. It's massive, but it's also all over the place. Yeah. Uh, he still has problems with that. But, you know, that's never stopped him from winning. Mm. Uh I think it's just consistency. Uh, the fact that he needs to get in more championship play, uh, getting into the the groove of of playing uh, tournament golf week in week out, um, uh, to develop four consistent good rounds of golf, he hasn't been able to do that yet. So you know, no news is good news. Mm. I know I, there's there's nothing about his back or, mm. or yeah. anything that that has really distracted him. Uh, so even even though he hasn't contended. Mm. Uh, he has been making cuts and he's up there. So I expect him, if not this year, next year might be a really, really big year for him. But it's been a decade since he's won a major. The time's gone quickly. A decade, yeah. a full decade. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> yeah, and he won incredible. so many in that uh, previous decade before that. Yes, yes. Um, funny that you mentioned it. I mean, his last Open win was, uh, 
uh, I think in 2006 in Hoylake. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah Liverpool area, right? That's right. That's right. And then he won one before that at St Andrews, and then at St Andrews. Oh, he killed it before. at St Andrews. Yeah. 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 Um, we all love the sentimental favourites, the old guys. I, I, I love Tom Watson and Greg Norman and how mm. they contended relatively recently at, at Open Championships. Any old fogey that could be making a bit of a run this uh, year? <laughs> we all like the old fogies, you know, the sen- we sentimental do, we story. Do. We do, we love... Our, Colin our, Montgomery going to play? Some I was just thinking of Monty. Um, yeah. I, I, I think he will play. Uh, I mean, he's a great player in these conditions. <sighs> You know, the thing about Monty is he really should have won a major. He's got eight other several. Merits. I think, how many top two or top threes has he got? Yeah. Must be half a dozen. At least, mm. at least. Um, uh, you know, the, it's bittersweet for Monty because the year that he left uh, the, the regular tour uh, and went into the Champions Tour, you know, the senior yep. tour, uh, he practically won the Grand Slam of majors there. That's right. He did, yeah. But, you know, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the not same. Not the same. Not the same. Like, he's 55 now. I think born in 63, so he's turning 55 in the middle of the year. Mm. Wouldn't it be fantastic for Monty to do something at that age? It's possible. It is possible. Um, to be to be honest, I'm not sure Carnoustie would be the fairest place for uh, an older golfer mm. uh, to succeed. Just because you need the length, yeah. Um, but you know, it is professional golf, and uh, and sometimes par is all you need, right? Uh, so you never know. Uh, I'd like to see Monty do that. Yeah, yeah. I think he deserves uh, one major, and um, and Scotland's his birthplace. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. Well, it's the 147th Open Championship from the 19th to the 22nd of mm. July at the wonderful Carnoustie Golf Links. Many thanks to Benny Teo, the Managing Editor, General Manager, SPH Golf Club, for your views. Thank you, Jason. Always a pleasure to be here.